Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Deuteronomy chapter 25, and today's title for me would be Guidelines for Freedom. Moses is continuing this sermon on common sense and how common sense is not so common in a Christian community. We gain common sense by reading God's word and then by practicing it in the Christian community. And that's what Moses is doing. We're going to jump into that more today. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to YouTube videos. Make sure you're commenting on these. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you're my favorite. (laughs) Make sure you're leaving me a five-star review and just diving into God's word with us. And I would love if you're a social media person at all, for you to share this with other people. And that, hey man, we're trying to create a community of people that is reading God's word every single day and discovering the riches that's in Deuteronomy. Isn't it amazing to realize all this good, just common sense, good stuff that's in the Old Testament books of the Bible. The Old Testament's amazing. And I want you to go to the Bible Breakdown discussion on Facebook and leave me another one of another piece of common sense advice that you've received in life that has really helped you. Maybe it's just a, a little statement or, a, or just a, a general idea or maybe a story you've heard. But man, the more we dig, the more we find. And as we do life together, these are some of the ground rules, some of the guidelines to stay free. Guidelines of living in a Christian community. And that's what Moses is doing. Remember, he is preaching to this young generation that is about to cross over the Jordan River. They're going to have a land of their own, and they're going to have to learn how to live together. And he's saying, do these things so that you can maintain the freedom that God is wanting to give you. In the context of community, there's going to be people that's going to mess up. There's going to be mistakes. There's going to be bad things that's going to happen. And honestly, I don't even know if you are really part of a Christian community until you experience trouble. Because then you have to, or have the opportunity to exercise those things that you say you believe, right? Dealing with conflict, forgiving one another, all of those things. And then when you do that, you're truly living in that Christian community. And so let's continue the conversation that Moses has been on here in Deuteronomy 25, just giving us good common sense that we're calling today guidelines for freedom. So let's read this together. Deuteronomy 25, New Living Translation, verse 1. Suppose two people take a dispute to court And the judge declares that one is right and the other is wrong. If the person in the wrong is sentenced to be flogged, the judge must command him to lie down and be beaten in the presence with the number of lashes appropriate to the crime, but never give more than 40 lashes. More than 40 lashes would publicly humiliate your neighbor. Now, pause. The reason why that say publicly humiliate is it was considered that 40 lashes would be the amount that most people could handle that they would obviously it would hurt, obviously it would have to take time to heal, but they would be okay. It was considered that more than 40 lashes could hurt someone for life. And what God's word is saying is, is no matter what they did, they shouldn't have to pay for the rest of their life for what they did, unless it was something worthy of death. And so, yes, they should be punished, and the punishment needs to be severe enough to deter them from doing something bad. But anything more than 40 lashes was considered something that could injure someone for life. 
And that's not what they wanted at all. They wanted to punish the crime, but not do something that would be cruel and unusual. Okay, verse 4. You must not muzzle an ox to keep it from eating as it treads out the grain. Verse 5. If two brothers are living together on the same property and one of them dies without a son, his widow may not be married to anyone from outside the family. Instead, her husband's brother should marry her and have intercourse with her to fulfill the duties of a brother-in-law. The first son she bears with him is to be considered the son of the dead brother so that his name will not be forgotten in Israel. So the idea is, is that you would honor that dead person by having a son and then letting that family name continue. To be honest with you, I'm glad we don't do it the same way anymore. All right, verse 7. But if the man refuses to marry his brother's widow, she must go to the town gate and say to the elders assembled there, my husband's brother refuses to preserve his brother's name in Israel. She ref- he refuses to fulfill the duties of a brother-in-law by marrying me. The elders of the town must then summon him to talk with him. But if he refuses and says, I do not want to marry her, the widow must walk over to him in the presence of the elders, pull his sandal from his foot, and spit in his face. Oh, Lord. Then she must declare, this is what happens to the man who refuses to provide his brother with children. Ever afterward, in Israel, his family will be referred to as the family of the man whose sandal was pulled off. If two Israelite men get into a fight and the wife of of one tries to rescue her husband by grabbing oh lord by grabbing the testicles of the other man you must cut off her hand and show her no pity let's just pause on that if two israelite men are in a fight and this woman says i got this and she grabs that dude's manhood <clears throat> all right you must cut off her hand show her no pity i got nothing to say to that other than Amen. Okay, that's a low blow. Verse 13, you must use accurate scales when you weigh out merchandise, and you must use uh, you must use full and honest measures. In other words, don't cheat people. Verse 15, yes, always use honest weights and measures so that you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Verse 16, all who cheat with dishonest weights and measures are detestable to the Lord your God. Verse 17, Never forget what the Amalekites did to you as you came out from Egypt. They attacked you when you were exhausted and weary, and they struck down those who were straggling behind. They had no fear of God. Therefore, when the Lord your God has given you rest from all your enemies in the land that he has given you as your special possession, you must destroy the Amalekites and erase their memory from under heaven. Never forget this. In other words, he's saying, make sure you remember who your enemies are and be careful. That doesn't mean that we yo, are, are cruel to them or whatever, but we are just in that. And when you put proper boundaries in place, remember who your enemies are and be careful. I'll be honest with you, I'm still stuck on that lady and what she did to that dude. Okay, <laughs> let's pray real quick and we'll be done for the day. Father, thank you so much for your goodness and your kindness. Thank you, Lord, that your word doesn't shy away from anything. But you even talk about stuff that's hard to read because you were interested in us having guidelines for freedom. And Lord, I can't think of anything else to say today because this chapter has scarred me for life. So I'm thankful that your word speaks even when I find myself speechless. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to have to go and just take a break after this chapter. Y'all pray for me. But Deuteronomy chapter 30 says this. Today, (laughs) I have given you the choice between life and death. Say it with me. Choose life. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. 
I hope you choose life today. I got to get out of here. I'll see you tomorrow for Deuteronomy chapter 26.